What's up, Whittier? Welcome to What's Up, Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. You could follow me, Remo, at RemoTheRealtor.com on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You can follow me, Jesse, at J2Architects, Instagram, and Facebook. You can follow me, producer Christine, at The Singing Moon on Instagram, Singing Moon Wellness on Facebook, and SingingMoonWellness.com. Awesome. So you can find us on the different social media sites. So on Facebook, we're on What's Up Whittier. On Twitter, we're What's Up 562. On Instagram, we're on What's Up Whittier. And if you want to reach out to us via email, we're on What's Up Whittier Pod at gmail.com. Here are the notes of our community corkboard filled with this week's events. And our first community event is the in-depth social media panel by Whittier Young Entrepreneurs. This panel is uh, January 20th at 6 p.m. at the Whittier Museum. There's a $15 donation that goes to the museum. And you come meet all the local business owners, young entrepreneurs that are going to make Whittier happen. Our next event is a 1,000 Books Party. It's, woo woo. it's on uh, January 21st at 10.30 a.m. hosted by uh, the Whittier Public Library. It's at the... Uh, Woodwood Wood, Wood. Branch Library on Santa Gratuitous. Let's celebrate the joy of reading together. Uh, join us for stories, activities, crafts, and keep the love going for ages 0 through 5. Our next event is our weekly event. It's a Whittier Farmer's Market, and that's every Friday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., and it's at the corner of Philadelphia and Bright. Our next event is a ribbon cutting at the Dally Up. That is sponsored by the Whittier Chamber of Commerce. And that is January the 19th at 4 p.m. at the Deli Up. Jesse, seven, have you seven. ate at the Deli Up yet? It's actually really good. If you haven't stopped by, it's uh, they got some really good sandwiches. Yeah, I hear Jesse raving about it all the time. So Exactly. Plus the sides, man. You got to get the sides. What's your favorite side salad? It's a potato one. Mm. The potato salad. The potato salad. Yeah. I, like the, I like the Brussels sprout salad. Original, Jesse. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so that's uh, at Deli Up, January 19th at 4 p.m. And we have a special event that's happening this week. The Lyft Coffee Roasters, one of the top 25 roasters in the country, is opening up. Today we have a special guest, Eva Macias from Eva Macias & Associates Financial and Insurance Services. Welcome. Thank you, Jesse. You're very hot, Eva Macias, and I say that because... <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Well, I, I say that because she's also my girlfriend. So ah, okay. You're, you're so. okay. You're good. He can say that. He can yeah, say he that. Can well, welcome to the show, Eva. We're definitely excited to have you here, uh, have you enjoy this awesome view, um, and we're here to talk about your your business. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New way. Year to all of you, actually. So my business, right? So so tell us tell us uh, tell us a little bit about your business. What what does that mean, financial insurance services? So I actually work with a variety of people. I work a lot with school teachers, and I help people set up their retirement plans. I also help them with life insurance. So a lot of people think it's just life insurance, but there's so many different components to that. And also when it comes to retirement plans, because there's no like one retirement plan for everybody. So I help people just kind of make finances simple and fun and doable and understandable. And that's pretty much what I do. Sounds too easy. <laughs> too easy. But, but, but when you talk about or you mentioned it about retirement, you're absolutely right. Because for my end, you know, not to say that I'm, I'm, an old fart or anything like that, but 
But I don't You're not think. Young, <laughs> <laughs> you are young. You're still young, man. Come on, okay. give me credit. But uh, in terms of retirement, you know, it's one of those things where you gotta, really got to think about at a young age, right? Right. You do, but a lot of people don't. They usually think of it as you get older versus when you're younger. Correct. And and in terms of like the programs that are out there that are like state funded or, or government funded, I mean, is that something that, that us could really look, you know, towards receiving? Um, it just depends on what you do for a living too. I mean, it just, depending on your trait, on your career, it's going to depend on what type of retirement you have. But the biggest key is understanding the plans that you have available so that you know actually how to supplement. And that's the problem that a lot of the times we don't know how to supplement. We sometimes don't even know or understand our own benefits from our companies. Yeah. So when you say supplement, that means people are going to retire with not enough uh, income. And so they need ways of supplementing that income. And that's some of the products and services you provide. Correct. So usually, like, for example, teachers will sometimes retire with about like 60% of their pay. So automatically they experience a 40% pay cut. And that's just not just teachers. I mean, just in general, you know. Uh, people just experience pay cuts. So just supplementing that difference in so many different ways. It could be different investments. And that's good that there's opportunities or different ways of, of looking at bringing additional income, right? Because um, one of those things is like, for example, my parents, I mean, they're from a generation where where they were working their whole life, kind of putting into the system with the hopes that they would get something out of it towards the end when they retire. Now, I'm here trying to teach them that there's different ways, alternatives to be able to retire sooner. And uh, that's good that there's, that's, uh, there's that information out there. In terms of receiving information, other than obviously contacting you, how else could they go and get this information in terms of like getting these benefits? I mean, is it, is it just strictly you working with, with a financial uh, planner or advisor? Or is there like a group or a team that you kind of bring along to be able to kind of guide them through the process? I normally, what I do is I actually do workshops or I go to their their employment and I actually okay. give the workshops there so this way they don't have to leave. They can get me one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and it's important that you know where you're getting the information from and how it applies to you because there's lots of workshops out there that a lot of the times, you know, that information overload that you're like, oh my God, I have all this info now, what do I do with it? So make sure that it applies to you because there is a lot, especially with Google nowadays, you know, you can Google everything. The Google doctor? Yeah, is that the what Google you're talking doctor, about? you know, or the Google wife. That's right. <laughs> uh, so it's important that you pay attention to what applies to you. But normally I would go out to either your employer and do a workshop or sometimes I actually host community workshops as well in Whittier. And that's, I think, very powerful. Like they say, right, knowledge is power. Um, having that information and, and you obviously being able or available to provide that information to the community um, or, or just people in general is, is very powerful. Is there a certain, um, like, do you focus on, like, an age group or, or um, careers or specific uh, trades? I do and I don't. So normally it just depends. Like, if you're in your, between, like, your 20s and your 30s, um, I'm going to talk to you very differently than I would be if you're in your 50s or your 60s. So usually the categories of groups would be like 20, 30s, and then 35 to like 50, and then 50 plus. Because you're going to have, it's all about time, right? Time is money, you've heard that. So if you're in your 20s, you have time, but a lot of the times you may not have money, right? That's right. And so what happens is I would talk to you a little differently than I would talk to someone who's a little bit older. Uh, so it just depends. Um, but the cool thing, you said something, that knowledge is power. It is. The problem is we forgot the like what follows that. It's only power if you apply it. 
because you could have all this knowledge, but if you're not making it happen or making it, applying it to your life, it doesn't matter what you've learned. Correct. And I think uh, before our podcast, we're just kind of chatting random stuff, but I think you mentioned something uh, that I thought was very, uh, for me, it hit me, it hit me right on because when you talk to people about uh, planning their future, right, whether it's financially or whatever, just planning your future, um, people kind of base their lives based on what they read or what somebody else had told them that doesn't is not an expert in that field or doesn't have experience in that in that topic. Um, t- tell me, talk a little, little bit about what we're just talking so, about. So yeah, here. it's really interesting. I actually um, had a client who reached out to me and said, "Hey, you know, I read." And uh, I read in a book that I don't need life insurance because you know I'm in my early or my late 20s. I don't have a house. I am not married. I don't have kids. So it was really interesting to me because as I started asking this person questions, I said, "Well, do they also know you? Because do they personally know you first and foremost? So have they seen your finances? Second, do they know that you may live with your parents and that you know you help them out and they help you? And do they also know that you have lots of student debt?" And when all those questions were asked, it's like, oh, okay, maybe I do need life insurance after all, even though I'm in my late 20s. Uh, So a lot of the times there's things that we don't think about. So, for example, if this person were to pass, their parents take a huge impact because it's not like they have, you know, $20,000, $30,000 to be able to bury somebody. They'd be doing a GoFundMe account or they'd be car washes or whatever people do nowadays, you know. So it's really important that we really pay attention to how that would apply to me. And, and that's the thing. That's the key word is is customized, right? Right. Making sure you understand who you're planning for. Right. Because at that point, it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. So, so I think that's that's where where everybody needs to understand that. Um, the other thing is, you talked about life insurance. H- how does that work in terms of life insurance? I mean, um, is it something that you look at again, kind of planning, right? So, do you think about it when you're young and healthy, or do you wait till you start getting sick and old? You know. Um, it really comes down to this. Life insurance is based off of two things, and I think just life is based off of things. It's healthy living, healthy habits, right? So we're only getting older, unfortunately. I haven't found the magic pill that we're what? getting any younger. So I, I feel young. <laughs> we give it away at every house closing. <laughs> I need to buy a house from you. Um, but no, really, we're only getting older, so if we already know that fact, that usually planning, you know, you can plan when you're healthy, when you're young. And usually life insurance is based off of age and health. So if you're healthy now, because I also know, you know, young people that are in really bad health. So it's important that we start planning in our early 20s instead of our early 30s or 40s. But no time is ever too late. And that's the thing. Like, for example, you know, when I was young, um, uh, younger, younger and healthier, right, is um, is that all my all the guys I used to hang out with, it was we talked about life insurance. Like, why? You know, we're healthy. We're young. Why, why worry about an extra expense, right? Right. But, but like you just mentioned, that's probably the right time to get into it because you're healthy and you're young, right? Yep. It's now, you're, now you're going on a diet before you're 10. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm you can get a better premium. That's right. I'm going for the right premium. Yeah. I don't know. Can you reverse, can you reverse your age? I guess. Uh, well, you know what's interesting? You can't reverse your age, but you can reverse your results. And go. it's something for people to know. Um, I'll give you a quick little scenario. Jesse, Remo, I'll, be in, I'll be in your cup. <laughs> <laughs> no, by the way, I don't endorse that. Yeah. Uh, no, but actually I had a client who had gotten a standard rating for his life insurance, and he lost a lot of weight. So when I did his annual review, which, yes, it's important that you do an annual review on an insurance, he had lost tons of weight. So actually he came out at best premium 
So like the best, the best rate when it came to health. So we saved him like 20 bucks a month. Wow. Like that in itself, just for losing weight and doing yeah. an annual review, why not? Yeah. It's like that benefit, right? Or not the benefit, but it's, it's, uh, it's a little carrot that's dangling, right? If you could save 20 bucks and, and 20 bucks, I mean, we might be saying 20 bucks, ah, 20 bucks a month. 20 bucks goes a long way nowadays if you, uh, especially if you don't drink Starbucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> and, and, he, and that person's probably younger. The savings of the health is going to be down the line when they're a lot older because it's 20 bucks when you're in your 30s. But no, it's we probably... saved him $20. He's actually in his 40s. And so, yeah. I mean, again, it's really looking at, I just, a friend of mine told me, and she always says this, she goes, stay in your lane. Like, know how it, again, know how it applies to you and know how you can benefit from plans that are available to you. Because, you know, I know people can hear these stories and wonder, well, hey, maybe I lost a little bit of weight. Maybe I need to go review my life insurance policy. Right. Like, simple things like that is yeah. important that you, like, start thinking about. Yeah. So we talked about two or three different age groups. What's maybe a couple tips for each of the, the uh, age groups that you would recommend, maybe as they start thinking about investing or saving or... or insurance um i think a few things um first and foremost don't ever think this is a tip don't ever think it could not happen to you because right right before this we we kind of shared stories and yeah. how somebody was out having a good time and they're no longer with us right so it's important that you also understand that anything and everything can happen to you um so be open-minded to whatever age group you are to the possibilities of you maybe needing this um, and looking at it as a form of an investment versus as an expense. Because people don't like paying bills, but people pay cable bills, people pay all these Starbucks. other expenses, Starbucks, uh, whatever bills you pay, and yet there's no additional benefit. Like, just think about cable. That's right. What's the benefit of just sitting there watching TV, but we pay it, and these bills are about like 100 to 200 bucks. Yep. Versus like, life insurance can be really inexpensive. Trust me. It's, it's not what people think it can be. Yep, yep. No, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, it's one of those things where, where, from my end, I was able to get life insurance at a very young age. And, again, it goes back to that whole idea of, of luckily, I ran into, at that time, I ran into a financial planner who was able to kind of guide me through and start setting up a plan long term. Even though, again, I was young, I was healthy. Um, but, again, you never know, right? You never right. know what, what tomorrow brings. So, I, again, it's, it's a true or... Or I understand what you're saying. Going back to life insurance, obviously all these financial products that you have out there, if you had to get somebody in the right direction in terms of planning their financial goals, mm -hmm. is there uh, like a, a cat or is there an order that you would go through and kind of walk them? There is an order. First, make sure you have emergency money because emergencies can happen at any time. So that's important. Second, is make sure that you're minimizing the risks, especially if you're a parent, because a lot of the times parents, you know, when you have kids, right, you have two beautiful yeah. kids, they rely on you. So you not being around, uh, again, life insurance is no longer about you. It has nothing to do with sure. you, even though it's about you, right. if that, you know, if that all makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. But it's truly about the people that you leave, the impact that you would make if you're no longer here financially. So a lot of the times, you know, parents, um, it's important that you actually think of the kids more than you do of yourself because they would need it, right? If anything happens, you work so hard while you're alive and then you're gone and what happens next? So really that's minimizing the risk of you not being here. And then taking a look at, uh, unfortunately, we live in a world where people have a lot of credit cards. And so reducing the debt and now learning how to 
pay off debt so that this way they can use that money to, for other investments. A lot of the times I did have a scenario with someone who was in their 30s who had about like 30 something credit cards and she's like, I don't have any money to save. We sat down and we literally shifted all of her finances and got her to save like seven, $800 a month. Wow. So certain things that apply and not just because Remo's here, but I do believe that you must invest in a home. Maybe not for everybody, but using real estate as well as an investment tool and being open to other investment possibilities or other forms of retirement, not just your traditional 401ks or just leave the responsibility to the employer. It's really take on the responsibility as what do you want? What type of lifestyle do you want? And start funding all of your investments according to the lifestyle you'll see yourself having. So those are the categories from making sure that you're protected, emergency funds, making sure that you do buy a home and start planning for you know later years as well. What would you recommend in terms of uh, having like a backup uh, of money saved? Is there like a formula percentage that you want to well, have it's in the important, bank? Well, it's important that you look at your expenses. So usually for emergency funds, you're supposed to have common is three to six months of living expenses. I always say have at least a year because you never know if you're gonna be able to find a job in three to six months. What if you don't? So you gotta make sure that you at least have a year, I would say just rule of thumb, okay. and reduce your debt. So that's very important. So to that and then seeing other, you know, first expenses and then making sure that we look at the debt that's, that's out there and seeing how much you should have in cash flow available at any given time. And another thing is knowing that credit cards is not cash flow. Just because you have availability is not, not an emergency <laughs> fund. At any point, I mean, 2008 happened, right? And credit yep. cards got reduced in half or they were able to, not only did they get reduced in half, but at any time, the credit card companies can change the rules and yep. they don't have to ask you for permission because they already did. That's right. And it's one of those things where, again, um, uh, I keep going back to, to when I was younger because, again, when I'm young, I, I was never taught these things, you know? Yeah, In school, you never, which just surprises me, you know? No, nobody teaches these things. Why? I'm not sure. But, but obviously, I had to learn the hard way. And one of the things I learned was, um, or at least they told me, was to get credit cards so I could start building my credit. Right. Now... Obviously, it's great if you can pay on time. When you don't pay on time, guess what? Right. Or, you understand, or you understand credit in itself. I can yeah. share the same story. I learned a few things, actually, uh, very similar to you. I didn't, I didn't learn them in school. But it's important that you understand the rules of the game so that you know how to win. Right? Good. And okay. it's important that you understand the rules of the game when it comes to credit. A lot of the times I hear, well, I make my payments on time. Yeah. I should have good credit. I'm like, yes, but you're almost maxed out. So you're right. not going to have good credit. And there's so many different like components to good credit, to have FICO scores of 800. There's debt ratios. There's income. There's the types of loans that you have. I mean, there's so many different components. So therefore, it's important that you know and learn the rules of the game. Awesome. Truly so. But truly I will tell said. you something. Soon you'll be able to get my courses because I was actually just uh, speaking earlier about them. So I created a course that helps people really understand everything um, in a simple term and how it could apply to them. So, so tell, tell us more about, about tell us more about that course. Is it how does it work? How does someone get more information about it? Uh, it's going to be posted on my website, so they can go on evamacias.com and also all my social media from Instagram, Facebook. Um, what else do I have out there? Twitter, Snapchats, everything. It's Eva Macias. And it's important that you understand that 
it's going to be modules. It's going to support you because not a lot of people live in Whittier, but those that are, I'm very local. But those people that are out of state that want to know, well, how can I get this basic information, right? And if they never come see me, that they're still supported in a form that says, God, how come I didn't get this information, but now I have it? So that this way they look at modules, they can ask questions, they'll be able to actually create some time. I'll be able to uh, speak to them on a conference call and things like that. So they're going to be able to have access to me as well. And they're going to be able to do this at any given time, uh, anywhere, wherever they are in the part of the world, um, to support them in their lifestyle and creating financial success for their family. Awesome. So what else do you have going on? Can we talk briefly about maybe a book or two or three? <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, a series of books. What's coming out next is in February, I'm having the launch of Dear Stress, I'm Breaking Up With You. And that's going to be awesome because, right, who doesn't want to break up with stress? Exactly. Um, that's one of them. And then I'm going to have a Women's Guide to Money come out uh, following that. I don't have a date yet, but it is set for this year. And that's going to be, again, a Women's Guide to Money because men, uh, we women are a little, we function a little differently. We think a little differently. We're emotional beings. Um, so we just process things a little differently. And so a lot of the books that I write is towards women because, first of all, I'm a woman. And I can relate to to the craziness that happens in my head. Um, that's a few things. And then I also host Wealthy Wednesdays on Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. live on Facebook Live. And they could always see the replay, but it's not as fun. Uh, they don't get to ask all these questions. So Wealthy Wednesdays on, like I said, Wednesdays at 7 p.m., Facebook Live. And what else do I have going on? Um, out, the course is coming out. Um, what else do we have? Just Let me ask you one more question. Uh, since it's, we're beginning the new year, any New Year resolutions? Um, actually, a few. Are you talk business or personal or? You throw them out there, whatever you feel like. So yeah, actually, as a matter of fact, I definitely want to be, uh, you know, Wall Street bestseller out there. So that's definitely what I'm looking for. New York bestseller as well. And the beautiful thing about it, it was a co-collaboration with other women that reached out to me through social media. Very so cool. that was really awesome. And they're out in Canada, so wow. I'm excited about that. Um, so definitely, you know, be by the book. Um, that's one of them, and we'll see what the new year brings in relationship, right? And of course, she's looking at Remo, and Remo's uh, <laughs> smiling, just, just biting his nails. I'm smiling while I'm admiring. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, o overall, that's really what it is. So not not like my resolutions, which is the same ones from the year before. <laughs> no, you know, it's funny. I just posted this on social media. I said. You know, set intentions because everybody wants to get in shape and everybody wants to be debt-free, but they don't set their intentions. Like, I'm just like, I just want to eat healthier. And if that means drinking water versus soda, that's what my resolution is. Like, I'm going to drink more water versus soda. So it's setting the intention of good health, abundance, you know, prosperity, and really that's what my intentions are about. Yeah. Very awesome. Can I ask a question? Um, this is producer Christine. Just as a woman... How are our finances different than like a man's finances? Shoes? Is shoes considered a <laughs> no, but investment? No, but, no, but like honestly, like, yes. like you're getting your nails done. Is that like, an investment? Like, Actually, like, no, a lot of things. It's funny that that's such a great question. Do you have to plan for some of these things? Yeah, like, yes. like every three to four weeks. This is totally crazy, but I actually label. Um, I'll, I'll show you guys later, but I actually label these things. First of all, women forget to consider those as expenses. It's just one of those things that we just kind of forget. So they forget that. Second of all, when I create a plan and I actually, you know, if it's male, female, I can share it with the male. They get it because obviously numbers don't lie, right? One plus one will be two. And they'll just follow it versus a woman will like go around it and just kind of like think about yeah. it and do so many different things that later on they kind of convince themselves not to follow something that's so good for them. 
Um, so definitely when it comes to finances, they don't, anything that has to do with self-love, self-care, they don't put it into their expenses. I learned the other day just by going to different businesses in Whittier, like getting my nails done, yep. getting my hair cut, whatever it was. Absolutely. Like insane. Yeah. That's a monthly expense I have to deal with. But like, it was also like Christmas, so I gave like a nice tip. <laughs> so but. is this something we got to talk to Rose about and see if we can get a deduction or a credit for our taxes? With- for yeah, well, right. You guys get to ask her that. <laughs> For sure, but no, like I said, women just function a little differently, and we don't, you know, a lot of the times, too, men will actually put away in retirement planning, and women forget to do that. Okay, so interesting you say that. I have a Roth IRA. Have I put money in it? No. But you have one. <laughs> yeah, I have one, yeah. but... And if I was, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, that'll be a whole different conversation. <laughs> yeah, but no, absolutely. When it comes to a male putting funds away for themselves, of course, and women just kind of forget to put that in there because a lot of the times we're caring for others, right? Especially if you're a mother, you're caring for your family, you kind of forget about yourself. And those are, that's one of the things that people forget, women forget. Like, oh, wait, that's that's right. One day I'm going to retire too. That's right. So that simple concept in itself is why I focus a lot on women as well. Cool. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Very cool. So um, let's talk about Whittier and what brings you to Whittier. I know you're, you're here. You just recently relocated to the lovely city of Whittier, both residents and, and your business. So tell us a little bit about that. Where did you come from? So I actually um, was stationed off of my office was in Covina and I lived in Walnut. But the reason what brought me to Whittier, well, a few things, um, even though I actually... It wasn't Remo, was it? (laughs) Remo was after. Um, I actually started taking a look at my business and I started saying, so based on where my clients are located, what's a perfect location for them to get to me instead of me getting to them? Because when you get really busy, it's hard for me to make it to everyone's, you know, business or, or, or whether it be their home. So... I picked Whittier because, first of all, I love Uptown Whittier. I think it's just friendly. You can walk to places and do things, and, you know, we don't walk as often as we'd like to. That's right. And here you can do that. And it's closer to my to my uh, clients, and also I found an opportunity, right? I guess, I don't know if you believe in faith or not, but it, the nonprofit that I support is in Whittier. Um, my relationship is in Whittier, mm-hmm. and my clients, Whittier was a lot closer, and also I have a partnership with uh, a business partnership, and coming to Whittier was actually like half point for both of us. So I said, you know what? If I believe in what I'm about, then let me make it happen. And literally, it was just a thought that supports my vision. And I said, I'm going to relocate my office. And then after I relocated my office, I said, I'm going to relocate myself residential. And I found the perfect place. And now I can literally walk to work every day, which saves me money. And not only that, I love, like, I really enjoy walking. I just don't do it often. So you're very passionate about, about describing what you do. But where does that passion come from? So it's interesting you say that. How I started in financial services was not something, actually I never wanted to talk to people about life insurance, let me tell you something. Um, That or how, you know, I'm 35, going on 36 this month, and yes, I am an Aquarius. And um, I also realized too that I was too young, right? If I believed in my, I was too young to talk to older people about retirement. But what shifted for me was I wanted to put money away in a retirement plan. My employer didn't offer it. So I went to a workshop and I learned more about it. Statistically, they said I would most likely end up like my parents. So wow. my parents actually combined retirement income currently is $1,100. So that's how I started my entire business was based on if this is happening to them and they're, you know, my parents, my family's a good family, how many other families is this happening to? And literally I saw a huge opportunity for helping people. 
it wasn't even for the business aspect of it. It was truly to help people. And then from them, from that point forward, I obviously developed like, wow, I could actually create a business from this. And knowing that my intentions were, my values, you know, my upbringings were, were clear, um, I decided to just move forward with it blindly about it, but learned so much around, you know, along the side of just financial planning that I said, yeah, people, people are not, um, they don't have this information available to them. And just knowing a lot and reading a lot and, you know, obviously getting licensed and just doing what I needed to do on my part to be able to help people. So it really comes from giving. And that's, that's awesome they say that because um, they say that once you find a career or you find something you really are passionate about, it's uh, you wake up every day wanting to do the same thing over and over. And again, earlier we were having this discussion and, uh, and you say, you know, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing is like, you know, you got your, your map set, right? Um, what do you think got you going in that direction? I know we talked about this earlier. Um, you were mentioning about, you know, how you're, you've changed your, your life patterns to kind of get you going towards this kind of thinking. A lot of it had to do with actually creating a vision. And I know it sounds crazy, but before that, you know, you set goals and things like that. Okay, you know, you lose the weight or you pay off a credit card. But it was really creating a vision that was much bigger than just a business. Um, it's got to be much bigger. It's got to be something that really, like, I'm about. I'm really passionate about helping people. Like, it's it's naturally, for me, it's a natural thing. Whether it be in finances or just anything that I can help them with, I will. So, for me, it just comes easy. Setting the intention daily. I actually have a partner in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning, I get a phone call. And Is I that actually, Remo? No, it's not Remo. Um, you not know, yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually have an accountability partner every day in the morning, 9 o'clock. I set, I set a word for the day, whether it be powerful, whether it be focused. That's bigger than just I need to do my to-do list. So it's really creating a vision for what you want to create. For me personally, even saying, like me being an author, that's not something that I actually envisioned. What happened was that... I'm so in love with my vision of what I want to create for other people that writing a book was just part of it. Doing a podcast is just part of it. Doing uh, Wealthy Wednesdays, going Facebook Live is just part of it. And so any conversations or any fears that get in the way, they kind of, the chatter just gets a little bit smaller and smaller and smaller. So I'm able to now live off of my vision versus out of the fear that, you know, I'm not good enough or that I, I don't have what it takes or all these other things that are like just not supporting the ego, right? That's right. And when it comes to money, it's exactly the same thing. Like it's about the fear that we have, the fear of the unknown, the fear of am I trusting myself to make the right decision? So once all that chatter just gets silent, it's like, oh, I got this. I can do this. So writing a book to me, like I said, and just doing what I do, I just, I just love it. I love helping people. It's a journey that takes you to your vision, huh? So on another topic here, I obviously follow you on Instagram. Christine, if you don't follow her on Instagram, got to get on it. Remo. Follow her on Facebook. <laughs> I know Remo follows her on Instagram. And on person. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw that you recently, you were uh, featured in a magazine. Yes, Tell actually, us about that. Alegria Magazine. It's a bilingual magazine, and I was featured as a financial guru on there. And actually, it was really cool because I got to take pictures at the last bookstore so they can get a little bit more about me. Um, yeah, a little more about who I am and the fun things I like to do besides just work and talk about money. I like That's to hang awesome. out with my dog and, you know, Marley. He's a cutie. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. I like it magazine. Definitely. They can get a copy. And also on Instagram, you were featuring um, some financial tips. 
Yes, actually, I just launched for the new year. I launched my new website. And so you can go on there and get 20 financial tips. So just by, you know, signing in, saying hello, how are you? And there's a little message and New Year's letter that goes out to you and also some tips that you might want to follow. You know, sometimes they may apply, maybe not right now, but maybe later. So they're for free. It's like reading your horoscopes, right? It's yes. uh, it, very useful information. And as soon as you see it being applied to your life, it's one of those things where like, it's like, what do they call it? Serendipity? Yes. It's like, wow. And they're small Who things. Who knew, right? They're things that you can apply. They're not like, hey, you know, uh, it, things that just make sense that we kind of just forget because life happens. Yeah. What's an example of one of them? Um, oh, my God. So I have a few. Not to give them all away, but yeah, give us one. Um, cancel memberships you don't use. I talked about this on Wealthy Wednesdays. So can I cancel my gym membership even though I want to start going to the gym this year? See, you want to start. <laughs> wait until next <laughs> week, Jesse. Just wait until next week just in case. No, but like I actually have people who have been paying for two, three years. And they're like, oh, well, you know, it doesn't. I'll get to Unless it. you're making a donation to whatever gym you, you like, that's fine. But I would switch your donation to someone who actually needs the funds. Um, but or not only that now, right, we live in an app world where you can download an app for everything and it's only one ninety nine or two ninety nine and you kind of forget about it. But since we don't review our statements, right, we don't cancel those memberships and so renewal fees, right? Absolutely. I have I had someone who paid like a hundred and fifty dollars monthly just on different types of renewal memberships. So yeah, those are some some quick little tips. But now I cancel them and everything is good now. What do you mean? The renewal memberships. You cancel them and you can start shifting that money to actually apply it towards saving it. You yeah. can apply it towards, you know, whether it be life insurance or retirement, you know, buy a house, add it towards that fund. That's right. <laughs> so going going um, going back to Whittier, Whittier specifically, is there a go-to place for you? Um, absolutely. I have an office here in Whittier right in front of the um, Civic Center, right in front of the police station. They can come visit me at my office or also, obviously, I, through social media. I do have a website, evamacias.com. I am on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and uh, what else? I think that's it that I have going and on. And all the handles Snapchat. are are at evamacias. At evamacias, except for Instagram. Uh, it's Eva I'm sorry, Twitter is evamacias411. Very nice, 411. <laughs> and if they don't find you on any of those uh, handles or Instagrams or Facebook or your office, where else can they find you having a, a beer or a good uh, good dinner or lunch? Any spots in Uptown? Well, there's a few that I know. I, Which I, is your go-to? Ah, man, so obviously Forking Good, I'm there a lot. And uh, let me see, California Grill, unfortunately, they... They have my number on speed dial. <laughs> I, I go to them a whole lot. And uh, to catch a beer, I'd probably say at the bottle room. Bottle, the bottle room, for sure. Absolutely. Very cool. Supporting all the local restaurants. Yeah, absolutely. Supporting them. Yeah, I got one for you. Ready? All right. So this is a question I actually uh, asked Christine when we first met um, was, if you had to bring something to the uptown area, or just Whittier in general, what do you think's missing? Um, I remember that question, as a matter of fact. You did ask, did I ask you? Yeah, you okay. asked me too. And it's actually to bring a healthier place to eat. Something that's quick, something that I can grab in there, and I don't have to think about making a healthy choice. It's already healthy anyways. Anything that I just walk into will be healthy. So whatever food choice I make was going to like really be healthy for me. Because a lot of the times I'm on the go. And I just want to get something healthy, quick, and good. 
So any, any business owners out there or entrepreneurs who are uh, looking to run into a business? Yeah. Or maybe you and I, Remo, I don't know. And, do, and do you know, I don't mean uh, just juices. Yeah. I don't mean just juices. I mean like healthy food, like fuel food, like the good yummy stuff. I love to eat. And so that's like important for me. Very awesome. And since you don't have that here, if you had to go grab a bite, a quick bite, or or um, or something to drink, or, or you know, kind of just trying to keep it local, where's your go-to spot? So a few in months, Whittier. In Whittier, well, I go to Fork and Good, okay. and I love the chilaquiles, and I definitely go to what you were gonna like, say something. <laughs> no, my mouth is just watering when she said that. By the way. <laughs> Um, and if I, you know, want to go grab a, a beer or just a glass of wine, I usually go to the, the cellar or even the bottle room for sure there. And um, for lunch, I always go to California Grill for the most part. So whether it be Forking Good, California Grill, and that's usually besides the Starbucks, you know, Starbucks is Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you again for our awesome guest, Eva Macias. Uh, Eva, where can the listeners uh, find you? I know you mentioned it maybe earlier today, but... They can find me on my business page, Eva Macias and Associates. They can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. On Twitter, it's Eva Macias 411. They can also, um, like I said, go to evamacias.com. And they can find me on social media realms, all of them for the most part. I plug in that book again? Um, it's Dear Stress, I'm Breaking Up With You and A Women's Guide to Money. And the magazine, one more time? Alegria Magazine. And where can they find that online? Alegria Magazine is actually an exclusive uh, magazine, so they would actually need to contact me and I would send them. If you go onto my website and register, I can send them a magazine. So contact cool. you to get that a copy of that magazine. Yes. And if someone was looking for your services, financial services, insurance, how same thing, they would, social media, they is there an office? They could go through social media. There's an office, uh, 13305 Penn Street, Suite 110 in Whittier. And my phone number is 626-315-5769. Awesome. And all that contact information will be in the podcast or the notes below. So if you didn't get it while you're listening or driving, you can uh, check it out at the uh, episode notes. And if, uh, if you want to find us or follow us, actually, no, follow us. Damn it. Follow, follow us. us. <laughs> follow us on What's Up Whittier and on Instagram and Facebook at What's Up Whittier. On Twitter, it's at What's Up 562. And you can email us at whatsupwittierpod at gmail.com. And one last thing, if you haven't subscribed to us or already subscribed to us, I don't know what the heck you're waiting for. So hop on there, hit the subscribe button. Uh, our shows are usually broadcasted from the Nexium Plaza in Uptown Whittier. Uh, again, this is What's Up Whittier. I am your host, Remo the Realtor, a.k.a. Remo. Jesse, a.k.a. Jesse the Architect. And I'm Christine Singer Luna, aka producer Christine. Bye. Bye. Say bye, Eva. <laughs> bye, Eva. <No. laughs> oh, she just walked out. And, uh, She's out this piece.